Hey, welcome to Who Knew It with Matt Stewart. And uh, this is not Matt Stewart, this is Saran Jayamana. We're in Sydney, we're about to be in Brisbane, we're doing live Who Knew It with Matt Stewart's in both those cities. And we're also doing our stand-up shows, uh, Dry Dry, is that right? That is correct, uh, Who Knew It's with Matt Stewart's, and also Dry Dry in Sydney at the Manning Bar, and in Brisbane at the beautiful Powerhouse. Oh, so good. And we're you're doing the Who Knew It's at the Chippo, and at the Good Chat Comedy. Anyway, we'd love to see you there, it'd be fantastic. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Who Knew It with Matt Stewart, the show where the guests write the wrong answers. I'm the titular Matt Stewart, and our first guest this week is host of Being Hot is Hard, the podcast. It's Cass Page. Hello. Do you normally say the podcast? No, I think it's implied, but you know what? Yeah. That's pretty, that's making an ass out of you and me, isn't it? It is. I, I'm the host of Being Hot is Hard, the concept. <laughs> it's making an imp out of you and Lie. No. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you may know our second guest from multiple comedy festival galas. It's the king of Wagga Wagga, Dane Simpson. So the way the show works, Dane, is your first time. Cass has been on a few times. Oh, nice. So okay. you're coming yeah. up against a previous uh, winner. Oh. And also a we- previous loser. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> you, when you when you say your previous loser, you know what? Don't hold back, man. You still continue to lose. That's true. Yes. I, <laughs> I've, I lose most weeks. That is fair. Um, yeah. <laughs> in life. Okay. Not just at the game. I forgot that I brought on the king of the sting on. <laughs> the roast master general himself. <laughs> so the way the show works is I ask a relatively obscure trivia question and our contestants have to write a convincing fake answer. I then read their answers as well as the real one and they have to guess which one is correct. So the first question comes from listener Nathan Swap from Albuquerque in New Mexico. And Nathan's question is, Albuquerque is a city in New Mexico, which makes sense. Brilliant. What does the word Albuquerque mean? Ooh. Ooh. What does the word Albuquerque mean? While they're writing their answers, I'll explain to the listeners how the scoring works. So you get one point if your fake answer is guessed by the other contestant and another point if you correctly guess the answer. And by the way, I'm also playing as the house. I've put in two of my own fake answers with the help of the question writers for each question, and I get a point for each one of these that our guests choose. So each of us can score up to two points per round, which seems pretty fair, but the probability actually favours me, the house, and the house always wins. Though if you've listened to previous episodes, you'll know that is not necessarily the case. Anyway, our questions come from our great Patreon supporters. If you want to submit a question, sign up on any level via patreon.com slash pod linked in the show notes. All right, the answers are in. Okay. Here's question number one. Albuquerque is a city in New Mexico, but what does the word Albuquerque mean? A large bird which originated from that region comes from the Navajo word meaning muddy waters, referring to the Rio Grande River. In Latin, it means white oaks and was named after the Spanish Duke of Albuquerque, dusty plains, or it means something is close to, but not fully Albuquerque, synonym of Albuquerque. (laughs) 
<laughs> so you got you got five very solid options there: the large bird, the uh, muddy waters, white oaks, dusty plains, or Albuquerque-ish. What do you think, Cass? Oh, mm. I mean, I. I'd like to think it's a Navajo word. I don't know a lot about the languages and dialects from that region, but that's certainly the option I would like it to be. <laughs> mm. Yeah, you're going to go with what you what you hope. Yeah, my heart's never been wrong before. Oh, I love it. I love. I'll I love follow it. my heart. Following your heart, Locked you're playing it. with a, an Aboriginal man who's just like, yeah, full deep into our trap. <laughs> <laughs> It's always a First Nation thing. <laughs> I have to answer that. Like it's a Melbourne, <laughs> it's a Melbourne woke thing. I have to go with that, um, regardless of whether I think it's wrong or not. It's, yeah, if Cass has fallen into your trap. You're okay. I'm loving it. Did you write that <laughs> answer? Clearly the but yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not too late to change your answer, Cass. Oh, what isn't it? Okay. All right. Um, no, I didn't. <laughs> I don't know how to play the game. Okay. Um, can we go through the answers again? Large bird, muddy waters, white oaks, dusty plains, Albuquerque-ish. Oh. <laughs> oh, Albuquerque-ish is really funny. I've got to agree. Um, which could be why it is it. Um, the, funny because it's true. It's, uh, it's the bird. It's a plane. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dusty plane. That's good stuff. <laughs> it's a Navajo. <laughs> mm. I'm going to go with the planes. All right, dusty planes for Dane, which is your rhyming saying Cockney name, isn't it? Old dusty plane Old over du- here. <laughs> Hello, Dusty Plane, you geezer. It, yeah. That's pretty good. It's really good. That's a very spot on accent. We do have a few geezers who listen and they'll, oh. they'll message in. It's the, the only thing they could understand. Yeah, yeah. They're it's like, so oh, fun. finally, talk more language, isn't it? <laughs> finally. Did you say isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you wouldn't get it, but that's something that us geezers say. In it. <laughs> All right, well, let's go through who wrote the answers. A large bird that originated from the region. That was Dane Simpson. He lied to you. I did lie to you. <laughs> uh, the Navajo word meaning muddy waters was written by Nathan, a.k.a. The House, question I've been, writer. I've been tricked. Love it. Nathan Swap got you right in his trap. He did. did. Uh, then we had uh, Albuquerque. That was the house. <laughs> it's really good. Dusty Plains, which Dane went for, was Cass. So a point to Cass oh, there. Trick getting truck. That's a good one. Which means no one got the correct answer. In Latin, it means white oaks and was named after the Spanish Duke of Albuquerque. Oh. Only it's like they just dropped one of the R's from the Spanish Duke's name. Oh. Wait, wait, hang on. He was the Duke of Albuquerque? Yeah, that was his title. But so he was already, there was already an Albuquerque. I don't know. <laughs> I guess. Because if, if, if it was named after the Duke... That's very funny if they named it after the Duke of Albuquerque and not after Albuquerque that already existed. <laughs> well, that, yeah, because I only know it from Bugs Bunny cartoons. Bugs yep. Bunny would always say, ah, I took a wrong turn at Albuquerque. I, sh- I should have turned left. Yeah, yeah. I should have taken a left but at Albuquerque. Albuquerque. And yeah. I always just thought that was a made-up place because it's just a fun name. That's, I guess that's why Bugs would say it. Yeah. Because it was fun to say for Bugs. Well, you know, an- another, like, Simpsons reference, Krusty the Clown says... Funny name places, Walla Walla. 
And I'm like, I live near Walla Walla. <laughs> it's like an hour from Wagga Wagga. Wagga Wagga Walla Walla. <laughs> yeah. A lot of great W towns around a lot, there. A lot of, yeah. Walgut. Walgut. Uh, well, that's a while away. That's while away. Good. In my head, it's close. West Wylong. West Wylong. Fantastic. Another yeah. W, double W. Yeah. Too good. I'm trying to, yeah, it's a hereditary title in this peerage of Spain. Goes way back to the 1400s or something. Yeah, don't know. Hmm. I'm going to offer two scenarios. Yes. One, uh, it was that region was named after him as well. Okay. And this one was named after him. Oh, yeah. Or two, they he came over and didn't say that he was named after this place. So uh, similar to like, say I was named after a, a rugby league footballer. Yes. Um, and then somebody named them after me. I wouldn't go, you're also named after the rugby league footballer player. Oh, yeah. Well, it looks like it makes reference to the town of Albuquerque in Badeos, Spain. Probably not said that right, but. I reckon you did. Okay. I, I reckon <laughs> I reckon I nailed it. One and done. <laughs> Have you been to Badeos? <laughs> Very, yeah. Sorry if I was said that too accurately for our Spanish <laughs> listeners. It sounds like you're having a like a Budweiser and some Dorita. Yeah, yeah. And I am. A beautiful Tonight. combination. Tonight so. we're gonna Budeos. <laughs> <laughs> so after one round at the schools are the house on one point, castle on one point, Dane yet to score. Oh. Still anyone's game early. Every, no, Very early that's in. it. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> this game sucks. I'm going to Albuquerque. <laughs> I'm the out. second question comes from Michaela from Awabakal Country, and uh, which is around Newcastle, I believe. I think it's pronounced Awabakal. <laughs> Awabakal, thank you, Jane. As a New South Welshman. <laughs> Wait, no, you're a Queenslander, right? Yeah. Queensland, you've just straddled that um, the state of origin divide. I really have because I was born in Bundaberg. Walgut, so we, uh, we have like where we like – our traditional sort of saying. So we have we have Koori, uh, which you might have heard, which is a regional sort of area, and we have Murray's, and Murray's are in Queensland, realistically. But it does bleed that border. So we are Murray's in Walgut. So I still claim that as right, that oh, regional go. sort of area. Um, but Dad doesn't, so he goes for New South Wales. Oh, so <laughs> state versus state, mate versus mate in your house. Yeah, it really is. Mum's a Queenslander. Dad's a New South Welshman. Love it. And... <laughs> Yeah, my brother's a New South Welshman and I'm a Queenslander. And, you know, obviously I'm a winner. That's yes. the other side of The Queenslanders do have a much better record, don't they? Yeah, we do. For internationalists, this is a rugby league thing. It's a big, probably one of the biggest sporting events in Australia is a three-match series between Queensland and New South Wales. All right, so Michaela's question is, what's the nickname of Major League Baseball catcher Cal Rayleigh? What's the nickname of Major League Baseball catcher Cal Rayleigh? While you're writing your answers, here's some fun facts about Albuquerque from Nathan, the question writer. Bugs Bunny always got lost in Albuquerque. Oh, here we go. This will explain it. Bugs Bunny always got lost in Albuquerque because the old Route 66 highway used to intersect itself in the city so travellers could stand on the corner of Route 66 and Route 66. I got to finally get that reference. So there's a corner of Route 66 and Route 66 in Albuquerque. That's going to stuff up some... Some out of towners. So, so you're saying that there's a Route 66 highway? Yes. There's two of them. I don't know. I'm confused by this. Yeah. It in, it intersects itself. Oh, okay. So How's that possible? Does that mean it loop de loops? Maybe it loop de loops. Wow. <laughs> but then, why wouldn't it just 
join yeah. back together? Yeah. I don't, <laughs> why wouldn't the snake eat the tail? Yeah, that's confused me. That's yeah. hurt my brain a bit. It, it, me too. <laughs> I reckon there's lies afoot. <laughs> but, yeah, or, or is that like a um, satanic ritual? Is oh, it? yeah. Maybe that's specifically why. That's going to give so much fuel to all those Weirdos who <laughs> like to talk about the devil. <laughs> you know when you whisper into a microphone, they can hear you. <laughs> well, they're not listening to this show. Unless they're trying to get, like, good information about mm. more devil stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Who are they, by the way? Where, where are we going with this? You know, you know how the, the, the people who love a conspiracy theory, but they love the religious and satanic conspiracy theories? Oh, yeah. I don't know what their name is specifically. I'm weirdos. Sh- yeah. Yeah. I tried to look up a bit of this Route 66 thing, and apparently they had two versions of the route. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a couple of other fun facts from Nathan about Albuquerque. Weird Al's 11-minute-long song, Albuquerque, was purposely made to be the longest and most annoying song he could think of to troll his fans. He's a, he's a weird oh, guy. he like, got us. Isn't he yeah. the weirdest? He should put it in his name. He should warn people. <laughs> Hey, he is exactly what it says on the tin. That's coming from Cool Dane <laughs> uh, Finally, the award-winning TV drama Breaking Bad was set in Albuquerque. Oh, there oh, we go. it was. And that was because the state offered tax cuts and other financial incentives. So I guess to the, in the show, like to drug, no, there's no tax no. cuts to, to the production. Yeah. Yeah. That makes way more sense. Well, because they keep talking about Albuquerque and they're like, whoa. Right. Um, Put it on the map. Put it on the map. Can I buy, buy some blue meth, please? Yes. And, and, yeah, low tax. Can I get the GST back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just fill in this form and get it right back. It's, <laughs> it's Medicare. Obamacare yeah. gives you a little bit back. <laughs> uh, I can't think. What's the guy's name? Walter, Walter Care. Yeah. It wasn't worth going back for. It was. <laughs> <laughs> another W, double W. Oh, w. a dub dub. Oh, my God. It is another WW. Yeah. Walter oh, That's freaking me out. Walka, walka. <gasps> what could it all yeah, mean? Yeah, should have said it there. Yeah. Would you guys have, you speak on Walka, uh, walka, walka. Would you have given him a tax break? That's right. There is meth there. <laughs> <laughs> I, huh. The one time I remember... Uh, yeah, we, we call it um, everyday living. I've been out with Dane a couple of times in Wagga Wagga. He told me he was the king of Wagga Wagga before I went there. Well, people <laughs> told me he was the king. He never oh, said yeah. he was I, the king. <laughs> so. A king would never say but, such things. But both nights I went out, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's the king. <laughs> the thing that really, like, there were multiple lines we cut at these pubs with huge <gasps> queues. And then at the very end yeah. of the night, we went to this kebab shop that was heaving and they saw him walk in. And there was so many people waiting. He says, Dane, what do you and your mate want? And we got out like straight away. It yeah. was <laughs> oh, my God. Why would I move? <laughs> so good. Uh, yeah. And, and you know, like it's not all swings and roundabouts. So I, I think when you're trying to impress a girl and you drive through the KFC drive through and the machine goes, is that you, Dane? <laughs> 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 That's beautiful. No, no, it's because I'm the king. It's not because I come here specifically. It's because everyone knows me. I have, I have really good I social go. capital here. Please, we'd be so happy in our castle. That's weird. They didn't know you at Subway, Dane. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the answers are in for question number two. What's the nickname of Major League Baseball catcher Cal Rayleigh? 
Sticky Fingers, Big Dumper, The Fast Comptroller, Big Mo, or The Big Mitts from St. Kitts. Ooh. Oh, that last one's fun. <laughs> yeah. Rhyming's fun. <laughs> well, I answered first last time, so you can have a go now. Okay. Um, I do... I do like a rhyming that once was a man from Nantucket. So yes. let's go with the mitts and kits. Yeah, you reckon this catches from St. Kitts? Yeah. For Dane? All right, Cass, what are you thinking? Well, yeah, as Dane and I are specifically sworn enemies, I'll choose a different one. Okay. Well, can I have the answers again, please? <laughs> sure. Sticky Fingers, Big Dumper, The Fast Comptroller, Big Mo, and then the Big Mitts from St. Kitts. I want it to be the Big Dumper. <laughs> I want it to be Big Dumper. I would like to choose Big Dumper. I like it. You've gone with another aspirational answer. Yeah, yeah. and it's not working so far. <laughs> You're numb from one. Yeah. But it's worked for you in the past, I recall. And that was my nickname in high school as well, so I can understand. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking too many hearts? Um, that and I went to the toilet one time. <laughs> one time? <laughs> Breaking hearts. No wonder it was so hearts. big. And, and yeah. <laughs> They, everyone broke up with me because of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go through who wrote the answers. Uh, Sticky Fingers, that was by Michaela, okay, The House. Nice. The Fast Comptroller was Cass. I thought it would have to do with his name having the word rail in it. So I was trying oh, to make a train wow. pun and then none of them had to do with trains. I thought it was going to fit in. <laughs> I, I, thought, I, I thought it was weird too because fast and catching was a weird. Yeah, well, like I was trying to think of the, the trainiest name I could think of and I was like the conductor isn't trainy enough and then I was thinking of Thomas the tank engine <laughs> so I was like well the fast controller like nah. <laughs> look you know sometimes you think love this. <laughs> I love it the trainiest name yeah <laughs> it's good to get an insight into the the gentle mind of Cass <laughs> I'd written a few and I had to backspace a couple to send it yep the gentle mind so- sounded like a put down oh no 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 I love having the gentle, gentle energy mind. the gentle energy Cass- gentle mind yeah Cass introduced me to the concept of general energy a while ago, and I've become obsessed with it. It's my favourite thing. I People with a general you. energy. You don't, really don't have a general energy, Dane. No, no. But <laughs> You've got a brutal energy. I do. <laughs> I, I come in hard. <laughs> Matt's said that I've introduced him to the concept of gentle energy, but clearly yeah. introduced me. Yeah. Look at, look at this energy. Uh, so gentle. Vanilla I had himself. to give it a name when I met him. <laughs> I was like, God, I gotta have a name for this. Other people are like you. Yeah. I've met you later, and you're the prototype. That's <laughs> very true. Very true. I've gone to the supermarket, and instead of plain vanilla ice cream, it's just said Matt Stewart. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's it. Home brand yeah. vanilla. That's <laughs> oh, what? Are, yeah, old reliable. Something you know is going to bring you joy instantly. Something you know is going to gel well with everything you put it in. Okay, now I must say I like how Cass sells it better than Pat Dane does. <laughs> oh, do you know what? If you ever want pancakes, uh, just use vanilla ice cream and just put flour and egg in it. What? Because you usually put like milk and sugar and vanilla They've essence They've already done stuff. it for you. It's yeah. already there. You can also use it as um, in your coffee. Vanilla ice cream, you can use for most things. Think of all the things that have milk and sugar I'm in it. That. It sounds like a real healthy diet. Someone who might be known by first name at KFC might enjoy that sort of <laughs> That sort of life hack. What I also want to see is the vanilla ice cream, which is now your rap name, <laughs> in concert. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like it's just going to be, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we, can we turn it up? I'm all hot man, no. <laughs> no front man, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn me, turn me up in the- All no, right. No, that's too loud. Is that all right? Is everyone okay? <laughs> 
are we all having a good time? And then you put the microphone out one by one. Yeah. It's that are build we? up, that do 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 Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here we go. Here, uh, we, here we go. <laughs> Big Mo. That was written by Dane. The Big Mitts from St. Kitts. That was the house. Oh, I Meaning the correct answer is Big Dumper. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, Crazy! That is insane. So again, that is one point. How to is that a point catching name? It isn't that. It's uh, it's based on his butt. He's just oh, got a, he's really? A thick, he's got a thick ass. Oh, and his teammates fantastic. dubbed him that, and it and it caught on so much that they've got it on merchandise and stuff now. That's oh my god! He's a current player. That's uh, that's it's the one and only like <laughs> occupation. Where your bullying makes yes. merch. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it is. It's right on that edge of bullying because, <laughs> like, reading about it, he's he didn't like it early, but he's come around to it. <laughs> but it does mean it's like, oh, okay. There'd be a point where you would have to come around to it. Otherwise, what do you do? Yeah, that's you hope quit? that you hope that you have a quiet word and they actually stop. Uh, d- yeah, because like scenario. Okay, you're in high school. And I'm there. There's this legend. A legend comes in and just goes, "Oh, Matt Stewart, more like Poo Poo Stewart." <laughs> and then you go, "Hey, teacher, I don't want to be called Poo Poo Stewart anymore." Yeah, and the yeah, teacher that- goes, "Are you kidding me? T-shirts." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did you say, Poo Poo? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they should be like, "You're on your own there, Poo Poo." Sorry, Poo Poo. I've already got pins. I've got stubby holders. It's- and because you didn't actually come up with a name, and it isn't really your name, you do not get money for it. <laughs> <laughs> The bullies get the money. Yeah, oh, right. my God. They are in the caricature of your face. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. All right, I want to live in that world. Well, I think that's you basically do. the case I here. Do. I do. You're the king of Wagga Wagga. I am you the can, king. I, yeah, and the what king. a horrible nickname. All yeah. right, let's get some merch done. <laughs> I was going to say, as the king, you can decree new nicknames. Yeah. You can name the jesters in your village. I think Poo Poo Stewart, I was onto something. Okay. <laughs> um... <laughs> Look, I like it. Yeah, great. Oh, he's, I've already got merch yeah, done. I'm, I'm I can see you've made your choice about how you're going to deal with this. <laughs> I think you're usually you're best just to go with it. Yeah, you're not coming to me saying, hey, Cass, do we okay, mind if... Please. <laughs> I mean, i still got the chance to edit this out, of course. That's, <laughs> <laughs> so question number question three. Number three. <laughs> uh, and this one comes from Jacoby DeAngel. And... Uh, I love that. Jacoby's from Sacramento in California. Ah. Sounds like a um, a hip hop version of uh, Buffy's lover. Oh yeah, Angel. Angel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, question three from Jacoby is: What was unique about King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizards' 2021 album LW? What was unique about King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizards' 2021 album LW? Hmm. Mm. So while you're writing your answers, I'll tell the Big Dumper story. Uh, it seems that his Mariner's teammate Jared Kellenick gave it to him based on his thick butt. Kellenick made the nickname public after Raleigh got his first Major League start with a tweet that read, Big Dumper to the show. According to Corey Brockrun for The Athletic, the tweet generated as much curiosity as it likely did giggles. Pitcher Logan Gilbert, a good friend of Raleigh's who came up with him through the system, said... He seemed a little sure of the nickname, especially at the very beginning, but it's kind of endearing in a way. The fans bought into it and they like him and care about him. After the Mariners beat the Blue Jays to win their American League wildcard series, a chorus of Big Dumper rang out from a gathering of Mariners fans who stuck around to revel in the excitement. 
Mars a big dumper. Right. Oh, wait, add that. Can you can you sing the song for us? The big dumper song. Yeah. I, it's it's hard to get know what the tune is based on just uh, just I reckon three syllables. Just go straight into big dumper, big dumper, big dumper, dumper, big big dump. Oh, oh nice. I love yeah. that. I would have joined in. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's definitely a, a crowd pleaser. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this crowd is pleased. What about it? Hey, big dumper. Oh yeah, that's that's right there. <laughs> Dump. Dump something big a on me. With me. <laughs> a little load, but that's not no. okay. Well, a little load on me. Mm. Well, yeah. Dump a little ball. Yeah, because he's <laughs> catching it. So you dump a dump a little ball in me. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, I think that then it makes sense based on his baseball position. Oh, vanilla ice cream! You have yeah. a new verse. <laughs> <laughs> You've given me a lot of nicknames today, and I like them all. I- <laughs> Riley said, I love it. I think it's great. My mum had other opinions about it, but it's good. Gets the fans involved and they have fun with it. And that's what it's all about. It's a good time. That is a concession. Yeah. <laughs> you see, you've got to own it. Embrace it. As long as you're having fun with it, that's what baseball's all about. I think the hokey pokey has something to say about that. Because <laughs> yeah. that's what it's all about. <laughs> <laughs> all right, the answers are in. So here's question number three. What was unique about King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizards 2021 album LW? All right, here are your <laughs> options. The album includes a one-hour track called Summer Sausages on the Barbie, which is just a recording of sausages sizzling on a barbecue. There are no drums. The drummer instead used household objects for his parts. The first commercial use of L representing lose and W representing win. As well as their usual instruments, you can also hear an MRI machine, hammers, power tools, a drawbridge, a chainsaw, an angle grinder, a hammer, and an anvil. <laughs> Dung. On top- Some of those are funny noises. <laughs> oh, How are they going to fit in? <laughs> well, finally, on top of being released on vinyl, CD, and to stream, it was the first album that was available to buy as an injection straight into your veins. Oh, that's that's <laughs> Huh. So I think back to you, Cass. I'm absolutely going to go Anvil. Anvil. Because I want to leave here and listen to a song with Big Donk in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> big Dumper, Big Donk. Big Dumper, Big Donk. Yeah. That's, uh, that's I want to hear that song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> big that Donk, collab. that's one of your nicknames, is it? Big Donk. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I remember being called Big Donk. Uh, short for Donkey, obviously. Mm, and they're already pretty big. And they're <laughs> Um, it's because uh, in the morning I'd be making waffles. Ah, yes. yes. You got big donkey energy. I got big. <laughs> you like a you like parfait. <laughs> lot, of, lot of layers. Yeah, love a boulder. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, I hooked up with a dragon once. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell her. <laughs> um, <laughs> I. So you got the barbecue sounds, uh, pots and pan or household objects for the drums, L and W meaning lose and win. Uh, the one that Cass went before with the MRI machine hammers, etc., or being injected straight into your veins. Oh, I'll go because we're arch nemesis. Yes. With no drums. No drums. Household objects. All right, look at that infodemic. Let's go through who wrote the answers. Uh, the Summer Sausages on the Barbie track. That was Jacoby, aka The House. That was. That was that was a tempting one. That yeah, was you, you sort of someone's a it. fan of King Gears. <laughs> hearing that, yeah, I love I love the idea of it's an eighty minute album. 
yeah. and a half and an hour of it yeah. is taken up with just one track. Just sizzling at the end. And yeah. the, <laughs> so they've, they've done three songs yeah. and then they've just, well, four songs. And the fourth is just majority of the CD. They do average about two albums a year or something. So, you know, eventually you're just going <laughs> to. Yeah, wasn't it one of them got recorded on like some Instagram video or some video being like, yeah, we'll, we'll make 10 albums this year. And then someone leaked the video or it was both. I don't remember the story, but they were recorded saying they were going to release 10 albums and then they did. Oh, fuck. Well, <laughs> People like, did you hear up. the new King Goose album? I'm like, respectfully, no. <laughs> yeah. Which one? It's like, very stressful being a fan of this. <laughs> it was so much coming out at once. I normally like to really give a new album a go. You know? I know. I, I barely have two. I don't have two months for all of them. I can't let it simmer. Yeah. But I think they did like a jazz album and they, they did all these different genre albums. It was very impressive. But oh my God, Not Gone Infinity, one of my favorite albums of all time. Yes. Yeah, so I was yeah. hoping it was a question about that one. I'm like, oh yeah, I can do this one. Uh, the L&W one, that was Dane. Yeah. I forget where we got up to. Uh, the Injecting a Strain in Your Veins, that was The House. I mean, <laughs> one of you is correct. Ooh. Oh, no. Uh, there Are No Drums. That one, which Dane picked, was Cass, meaning Cass got the correct answer. You and can the also hear yeah. MRI, Hammers, Power Tools, a drawbridge. Has someone written, uh, have they told me which one's the Anvil one? It's all on the final track of that. Uh, of Oh, all on the final track? Yes. Okay, I'm downloading it now. Uh, KGLW, it's called. For, I believe it's the final track on LW. Uh, and that means two points to cast that round. Well done. Jumping to a lead of... Jump, jumping to the lead? Jumping to the lead. <laughs> Was equal with the house. Now, on the lead alone on four, the house on two, Dane. Don't, don't say that. Still yet to score. This is like billiards rules where <laughs> if I don't like sink a ball, <laughs> I yes. show my undies sort of thing around yeah, the Yeah, you run around the podcast booth. <laughs> oh, my God. There are so many albums there are here. so many albums. There are so many albums. They've, they've, <laughs> oh, no. Okay, there's not 10 in one year. I got that wrong. I probably got a lot of my facts wrong. One, two, three, four. So it's five in one year, two in another. One, two, three. Still impressive. Three in another, two in another. Wow. One, two, three, four. They did five last year. Are they Are they resting? <laughs> are they resting? How are they? Are they okay? Oh, they they released that album where the opening track is about being overworked and then they've released <laughs> like 15 albums since. <laughs> Boys! I, I genuinely feel like they're like, no, what do you think of this? No, 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 no. That's ready. Yeah, it's ready. Put it out. Put it out. But it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. All right, we're up to question number four. Hitting the halfway mark here. This one comes from Theo in Melbourne. And Theo's question is, what happened in the Netherlands on the 28th of March, 2023, that made the news? So only a couple of months ago. What happened on the 28th of March, 2023, that made the news? While you're writing your answers, here's a little bit more info about that King Gears album. God, I wish I read the news. <laughs> According to Jacoby, a day before mastering the final song titled KGLW, guitarist Joey Walker came to frontman Stu McKenzie with a series of samples he'd recorded and wanted to put in. Samples included an MRI machine, hydraulic hammer, drawbridge, chainsaw, nail gun, and angle grinder. They laid that audio over the top of what was already recorded and we're able to get everything done just in time to master the final version. Uh, Jacoby says, I've seen them play the song live and sadly can confirm they do not use any of the equipment on stage. <laughs> 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 it's just 
<laughs> wheeling out an MRI machine, <laughs> rigging it up to a microphone. With a patient. Like, <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we, we couldn't afford to get it, take it from the hospital without a patient. <laughs> that it's it's hard to use, surely, like, as like to record because I'm thinking magnets. Yeah, how do you record an MRI machine without metal? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Tell us, poo-poo's <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, uh, he said that you can play the track. He said there's two different versions, so you've got to find the right one, KG, LW, FLW, and jump to about five minutes 30 to hear the noises in full effect. I reckon We're he- jumping to five minutes 30? Yeah. so I guess That's that- a long track. I reckon he's he's come back to the studio and he went, look, I tried to record it, but the magnets pulled my microphone in, <laughs> but it went a little something like this. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, because he, he brought it pre-recorded. You think he just did, and then the the hammer was like, doosh, doosh, doosh. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. Your bridge like, <laughs> bridgey, <laughs> bridgey. <laughs> uh, I love the idea of a guy that's come back with. Did you record the bridge? Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the bridge. Bridge! <laughs> You're in charge of the writing the bridge for the song. Did you get that? <laughs> oh, the bridge of the song. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 All right, while you're still writing your answers, let's go for a quick break. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So here is question number four. What happened in the Netherlands on the 28th of March 2023 that made the news? An archaeological dig uncovered the fossilized remains of a four-legged man, changing everything we thought we knew about our early ancestors. New helmet laws for cyclists due to road accidents. A giant meatball made of flesh cultivated using the DNA of an extinct woolly mammoth was unveiled. The sale of peanuts became illegal for a day due to a typo in a new law that was meant to ensure clear labelling of products containing peanuts. Or a woman celebrated her 115th birthday. Putting her health and longevity down to a strict diet of edible bulbs, she easily blew out all 115 candles on her onion cake. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got... <laughs> While wearing clogs. <laughs> <laughs> They're all very Dutch, aren't they? <laughs> so you've got four-legged man, fossil, uh, new helmet laws, giant mammoth meatball, Peanuts being illegal for a day or the onion woman. (laughs) (laughs) I'm first. Yeah. I've got some, there's some, there's a couple of law ones in there. Yes. So you got the peanuts illegal for a day and you got the helmet laws Mm. because of road accidents because they famously were a non-helmet country. Yes. The cyclists. Um, 
Famously. I'm saying that thinking, I think. <laughs> Maybe not that famous. <laughs> it's too obvious. I reckon peanuts. I'm going to go with peanuts. Peanuts? Peanuts for Dane. What are you thinking, Cass? I am thinking flesh meatball. Flesh meatball. Flesh Again, meat. is this what you want to be true? I think I've heard about it, actually. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. I think I've heard about the Have flesh meatball. Have you been meatball? reading the news? <laughs> no, I've been listening to the news. <laughs> yeah, yeah. From the mouths of babes. Actually, I probably know. You've been listening to baby news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Babies love meatballs. <laughs> Keys. <laughs> All right, let's go through. Yeah, that's the jingle for the news. It's just the sound of keys jingling. That's Over how the babies know to come to the news. <laughs> and then the babies are also, they're telling other babies the news. Yeah, it's yeah. baby news. So baby it's what's news, yeah. of interest to babies. Right. Baby Tell love them. meatball. That's how they get you in. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's go through right the answers. Uh, The four-legged man fossil. That was the house. I didn't like it that much either as I wrote it last night. Uh, The new helmet law. uh, That was Dane Simpson. Am I right in saying that they don't have a helmet law? So that would be significant. And that's uh, it's been significant in our culture lately, actually, because somebody wrote a little paper saying that if – because obviously if you wear a helmet, you're safer. You are. But it turns out that we don't ride as many bikes in Australia purely because of that law. And what would be worse than not being healthy? Right. So, like, the yeah, they said the net gain would be no helmets. No helmets equal. Is it stopping people people. because it makes them think it's less safe or it's just the hassle of being like, oh, I need to get a helmet to ride this. Yeah, thing. not picking up a bike and riding a riding a bike. Yeah, yeah. So you just if you could just pick one up and go, then you don't need to bring anything. But if you have to plan your day around right. carrying a helmet, yeah. yeah. But it's I think it's like what they have in other countries where motorbikes are more common than cars. It's safer to ride a motorbike there because everyone's on motorbikes. And right. if if more people were riding bikes and there were fewer cars, it would be safer to have be on a bike because you'd have less oh, of a chance of, of getting hit by a car. And then there's more likely to be better bike infrastructure and stuff. Yeah. Yep. Which I think, like, am I right? The Netherlands are really good at that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but everyone should have a gun at the end of the day is what I'm trying everyone to say. Everyone should have a bike and a gun, everyone but should. no helmet. But yeah. no helmet. <laughs> Bulletproof vest, <laughs> nude head, head to the crows. You got my vote, Dane. <laughs> uh, then we had the uh, woman, the onion woman turning 115. That was also the house. Yeah. I was starting to lose my mind when I was writing some of these. <laughs> the He's onion woman. I love onion woman. <laughs> she's she's eating a, a cake of onion and then she's just turned into the onion. You are what you eat. You know? <laughs> That's all she is. She's strict diet of edible bulbs. <laughs> Uh, the sale of peanuts becoming illegal, which Dane went for. That was Cass. Oh, hey. yet again. And the giant me. meatball was correct. So, again, Cass gets maximum points there. Hell, That's yeah. Fantastic. Just flying to a huge lead now. Absolutely. Leaping and on and my Dane helmetless in, bike. <laughs> Dane in big danger of having to do a nudie oh. run. Oh, no. Is oh, that no. what Dane's short for? Danger? Dane, Dane. <laughs> Oh, a new nickname. Merch has been made. <laughs> if this is an alert going off somewhere at, back in Wagga Wagga whenever yep. a new nickname is discovered. Alert goes off there. Uh, alert goes the off. The T-shirt press. It comes to life. <laughs> yeah, it goes to Redbubble. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're up to question number five, which comes from Zoe Diel from Epping, New South Wales. This could be like a Louis C.K. situation. Hang on. And where we just spell it DL. Yes, okay. So what are you saying? Yeah. That's a better Louis C.K. situation to be called in, I'd say. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, or be 
a comedian. You know, yeah. that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, so Zoe's question is, which of these is a real species of bird? Oh, So you've yeah. just basically got to make up a species of bird. Yeah, brilliant. And uh, while you're writing those answers, here's some more info about the big meatball. Uh, this is Theo paraphrasing a Reuters article by, this is one of the best journalist names I've ever come across, Charlotte Van Kampenhout. Ooh. I'd read any of Charlotte's work. CVC. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Charlotte Van Kampenhout uh, wrote for Reuters. CEO's very generously paraphrase it, writing, the meatball was created by Australian company Vow. Hey, should we not be proud of that? I'm F- proud of it. Put it on the flag. <laughs> what, what, so, what, what was the, what's the meat? So it was uh, lab-grown meat um, and they, were, they did it to – uh, sort of get people talking about a more sustainable alternative to real meat. So the meatball, the meatball was made of sheep cells and mammoth myoglobin, which is responsible for the smell, colour and taste of the meatball. Gaps in the mammoth DNA were filled with African elephant DNA. Like in Jurassic Park, only no animals were created or killed in the making of the meatball. So they say. <laughs> the meat- you know, life... Mm, finds a way. It finds a way. <laughs> Listen to that meatball scurrying around. <laughs> the meatball has the aroma of crocodile meat, but is currently not ready for consumption. Oh, cook it longer. <laughs> <laughs> Put it back through the pizza maker. <laughs> so Vow founder Tim Noaksmith said, its protein is literally 4,000 years old. That means we want to put it through rigorous tests. We wanted to create something that was totally different from anything you can get now. I think they've, I think they've achieved That's that. That's cool. Yeah. Mammoth meat. Have you eaten crocodile? Tr- uh, what, what? I don't think I have. No. You, you eaten crocodile? Oh uh, yeah. I thought you said crocodile. <laughs> I and think I, was I like, might have. Oh okay. Because I was like, oh, I love that mix. Crocodile. Yeah. Like they've mixed a crocodile in a truck. Somehow. Yes. Oh, That's- I thought like it's it's a crocodile who's eaten a trucker, <laughs> and then you eat the crocodile. Yeah, yeah. Like it's a duck and only a yeah a crocodile <laughs> trucker. Trucker. <laughs> you need one more. The the trucker has to have eaten a chicken or something first. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the trucker dickin. No, that doesn't sound too. Trucker dickin. Trucker dickin. <laughs> I reckon a trucker dick and dial. <laughs> trucker dick and dial. I've seen that line. number written yeah. at truck stops along the Hume Highway. <laughs> trucker dick and dial. Meet Big Toby at 2 p.m. <laughs> trucker dick and dial. That's good stuff. Oh, it looks like the answers are in for question number five. Which of these is a real species of bird? The red felted tit? <laughs> the green-thighed, white-bellied parrot, <gasps> chicken cormorant, spinnathaker, or the big-footed, small-headed, normal-body booby. <laughs> <laughs> I love that name. Can we have it again? Can we get those again, please? So we have the red-felted tit, mm-hmm. the green-thighed, white-bellied parrot, mm-hmm. chicken cormorant, mm-hmm. Spinner Thaker mm-hmm. or the big footed, small headed, normal bodied booby. <laughs> also, my nickname in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to follow my heart on that one. It's so too funny. <laughs> and your heart's taking you to the. Yeah, to yeah the, it is. Okay. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> where's your head or your heart taking you, Dave? My heart's taking me to red tit. Red tit? Red felted tit? Yeah. <laughs> Look at that in for Dane. All right. Well, here's who wrote the answers. The chicken cormorant. That was the house. What does cormorant mean? It's a kind of bird. And corm- chicken corm is a kind of curry. Yeah. So I brought those two together for a very clever answer. Oh, there we oh go. that is clever. That went over my head. <laughs> There's nothing more clever than uh, a portmanteau. <laughs> Being slightly what you ironic here. Um, uh, that's a portman's pun. Oh, no, don't worry about it. I thought that would. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, never mind, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the, you know, the gizzards would release that in their album. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm not worthy. <laughs> Spinnathaker, that was Dane. Uh, the big-footed, small-headed, normal-bodied booby. That was written by Zoe in the house. <laughs> Zoe, <laughs> Zoe. I think Zoe's what she. I think she had maybe the big-footed booby, and I added a couple extra. <laughs> I'm like, that's that's the start of something beautiful. <laughs> and then the red felted tit, which Dane went for. That was Cass. You've got. I think oh, I've got you again. <laughs> Tricking me. Isn't that amazing? The trickery that comes through. You've never met before, but Cass knows just exactly how to you get know you. How to get me. Yeah. Yep. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Uh, means the correct answer. No one got this time. The green thighed, white bellied parrot. Green thighed. Yeah, isn't that weird? That's a green such thigh, a weird white belly. Description oh my for God. Parrot, but they're real adorable looking birds. Does that mean the bird looks like it's wearing pants? Um, I, I don't know. I don't. Oh. No, we. No. Not oh. really, but they're. It looks like it's wearing a leotard. Yes, that's right. So it's just, yeah, just got the green. It's funny that they call them thighs. I guess that's what you call a bird's leg. That, well, if you ate them, you'd call them thighs. Yeah, yeah. so I guess that, that makes sense. But they look so fluffy and they're just great looking bird. They are great. It's a great bird. looking bird. That's <laughs> if I was a geezer. Isn't it? <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so that means one point to Cass, one point to the house. Dame, we got to get you on the board. <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I mean, I'm not doing great either, but I'd love to. And the final round is worth triple points. So you've yeah. still got – there's Fantastic. still possibility for you to still win this. You can still triple oh, yourself. Oh, excellent. We've got yeah. two more rounds to go. This is fantastic. This is question number six. Okay. And it's from Mr. Heggie from Gumbledunks in England. Mr. Heggie's a great tattoo artist. He, he drew – my um, little beer man. Tat. Oh, I love your little beer man tat. Yeah, that was his work. He's got okay. a great style. Love his, love his vibe. What's Never his? met him. I, he, I just messaged him saying, "Do you reckon you could do a some sort of beer tattoo for me? I'm on this beer TV show." Oh. And he sent over a bunch of different options. What a legend. What's he to Luke Heggy? Yeah, I wonder. I guess maybe his dad, Mister Heggy. <laughs> yeah. All right, another arch nemesis. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mister Heggy's question is. What is unique about actor Michael McDonald? Oh, dub, double M. Ooh. What do you get if you turn double W upside down? Michael McDonald. <laughs> what is unique about actor Michael McDonald? While you're writing those answers, let me tell you more about the bird. According to Zoe, green-thighed white-bellied parrots, more commonly known as white-bellied caiques, uh, they're ridiculously cute parrots from the upper region of South America known for their energy and playfulness. A popular choice for a pet? Although expensive in Australia, they're known for being comical and cuddly, if a bit loud. It should be noted, though, that they require a lot of attention, and if neglected or ignored, 
they, like all parrots, may become aggressive or even start to self-mutilate and pull out their feathers. Jeez Louise. Please research before adopting any bird and consider bird sitting or fostering one first to make sure they're the right match for you. Birds are a lot of work. Yeah, I didn't realise. But especially parrots. Some parrots have the brain capacity of like a three-year-old, which honestly, and then they live for like 50 years. That to me sounds like you get, that's your punishment. Like if reincarnation's real, you get put back in the body of something that is going to be three years old for 50 years. Yeah. Sometimes they live to 100, right? Like parrots live really old. Three years, I thought, I remember being three years a bit of fun. Yeah, because you're looking back on it. Uh, Have you ever seen a parrot walk up to a cup, pick up the cup and just start screaming into the cup? No, but I've also, I also wasn't caged. They let you fly. And, also, you don't solo. have hands. Yeah, it's, it's pretty brutal, but. They seem happy, but yeah, you if you're adopting a parrot, imagine you are going to be entertaining a three-year-old for the next, maybe and the parrot might outlive you. Have you ever seen him walking around stomping? No, That's a three-year-old. That's so. so good. You've given a three-year-old the ability to fly and scream and do not very much else. Paragraph? I should have came in early with that. Paragraph. <laughs> 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 she wrote a whole paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the stupidest thing we've said today. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> and we've said that's yeah. Boom. There's Giz- quite a lot of competition, but I think that might. <laughs> it's a track on the Gizzard's new album. <laughs> <laughs> Paragraph. <laughs> All right, the answers are in. Here is question number six. What is unique about actor Michael McDonald, Ronald McDonald's only living heir? <laughs> He has been killed on screen by both Mike Myers and Michael Myers. (laughs) He created the McDonald method of acting, which involves living alone in the woods while preparing for a film. He was the first person to say they understood Inception, even though they didn't really understand Inception. (laughs) (laughs) Or sued Steven Seagal for a common assault during the filming of a movie. So Ronald McDonald's (laughs) only living heir, killed on screen by both Mike Myers and Michael Myers. Created the McDonald method of acting, sued Steven Seagal, or said he understood Inception, even though he didn't really understand Inception. Mm. We back to you, Cass. Oh no, this is no. Dang. I laughed way too hard at normal body. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, I reckon killed on screen. Killed on screen. By both Mike and Michael. What can they end for Dame? What are you thinking, Cass? Oh, no, nah, that's a good answer. I reckon, okay, in that case, I'm going oh, to go for, uh, I hope he sued Steven Seagal. <laughs> <laughs> you're wishing that. I love how you're, you're all yours are like, I hope this one's real. <laughs> and this one's about suing Steven Seagal. I hope he, Is hope, it, hope he sued Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal is who I'm thinking of. He needs a good suing. Yeah, I think it might be who you're thinking of. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's go through who wrote the answers. Ronald McDonald's only living heir. That was Cass, which is fantastic stuff. That's great. Thank you. (laughs) I feel like you're helping me on this one. Just go. I'm just breaking the cycle down. It's not this one. (laughs) (laughs) That's the first thing I thought of. I couldn't think of anything else. I was like, oh, owns a really big farm. I'm like, no. That's great. <laughs> That's great. Uh, he created the McDonald method of acting. That was written by the house. Uh, I love that. Would you follow the McDonald method of acting? If, oh, I'd love to go live alone in the woods. Sounds fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> you can do that. What? Yeah. And prepare for a film. Oh, I'm well, in. They won't let you do that. They'll let you do the first <laughs> no. part. I had, yeah, I was thinking like, I was had all these silly ideas like, um, the method was 
eating things that the character would use. Like, so if it was a librarian, then having a strict diet of blended books. <laughs> I, could, I, could, I couldn't get the words down to make it concise enough. <laughs> Just the eating script with yeah, milk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's better. That's what I should have been, yeah, shredded script. Oh, <laughs> it's, oh damn it, can we go back? Into your body. <laughs> and it, it also falls into one of your gags about Coco Pops. <laughs> I feel like the milk's doing the heavy lifting, like the script is like... It, it yeah, most of the nutrients <laughs> yeah, from the milk. <laughs> Calcium. <laughs> more than 100% of your recommended daily intake of uh, fibre. That's true, That's very fibrous. Uh, paper fibres. <laughs> It still counts. The first person to say they understood Inception, that was written by Mr. Heggie, a.k.a. The House. That is really funny, by the way. I love it. I love it. It's a good bit. (laughs) It's a good bit because we all understood Inception. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Great movie. Great movie. About spinning the thing. Yeah. Yeah, That was a very key part of it. Prequel to Tenet, I think. The floors of the walls. I get it. That man loves time so much. Oh, man. He every time he makes a movie, I think everyone should have this opportunity. He he just he gets a lot of money and he gets to do all this little project about his favorite thing, which is time. You're so right. <laughs> you are blowing my mind. <laughs> every single movie, he's like, okay, what if time was a circle? I was like, okay, what if time was? It was different because you go into it. What if except time for Batman goes backwards? What if time was Batman? <laughs> yeah. What if time was Batman? Even um, Insomnia, which I think is one of the coolest concepts for a movie. Have you seen Insomnia? No. Oh, my God. It's uh, set in one of the countries where the sun never sets and it's like a right. crime investigation. So yes, this detective gets sent over there to solve this crime, but he can't sleep because the sun never sets. So yeah. every single gritty chase scene is set in stark daylight. Uh. Every single thing is in, like, blaring sun and he just goes insane because he can't sleep. Yeah. It rules. I and that's about... That. Um, yeah, not having night, which yeah. is also about time. time. Oh yeah, my God. Memento is backwards yeah. in time. Uh huh. It's the whole movie is shot back to front. Christopher Nolan loves, loves time. time. Tenet came out, and I'm like, oh, he did it again. I'm excited for Oppenheimer. He figured it More out. More like Oppenheimer. Uh, uh, we don't know how yet. Right? We don't know how yet. <laughs> <laughs> um. oh. So, Cass went for Sue Steven Seagal. Dane wrote that one. Dane's on the board. <gasps> He's on the board, baby. Oh, that's that's a good one. <laughs> um, inspired by, he actually does strike his stuntman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've heard Whether that. they want him to or not. <laughs> like 100%. Wow. Uh, so, you know how they do like funny touches and hits and you can mock punch someone. He, yeah, we figured that out. You can mock punch you can, someone. You can mock punch, apparently. <laughs> So it turns out, Stephen, you can mock. <laughs> yeah. like it doesn't look the same. Yes, it, it does. <laughs> does he also allow them to fully punch him? No. Okay. It's a one-way street. Okay. Um, that feels right. Yeah. It's similar to me wearing Batman's undies. I don't feel like he's got any Dane Simpson merch at all. Not even a pin. And if oh. he did, he'd wear them on the outside. He'd have it, yeah. And <laughs> uh, that means, Dane, you also got the answer correct. He has been killed on screen by both Mike Myers and Michael Myers, the only actor to have... To claim that Finally. feat. So two nice. points for Dane. Oh, excellent. Um, that's so Mike, Michael Myers. Yes. And Mike Myers. Yeah. Have killed, I'm assuming, Austin Powers. Yep. He was the guy who got, remember the steamroll, like oh, the, the, the slow steamroll scene? What a great scene. death. And Michael McDonald, we're talking about the singer from oh. the Doobie Brothers. <laughs> uh, no, it's. 
Oh, it, that's true. There is a Michael McDonald. This is the comedian actor from like Mad TV and stuff. This guy, I don't know if you'd recognize. Oh, him. yes, absolutely. Apparently, he was in all. He had a bit part in all three of the Austin Powers films. That's crazy. I I really wish it was the other the. What the from long ago? You know that? Yeah. Imagine that's like his only two on-screen things. I'll only be on screen if I'm killed by a Myers. Um. So we're after the final question. This one is the one that will take you the longest to write, Dane. This is a movie synopsis. You have to write a short paragraph for this one. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, and it comes from Cheryl Dean from Huntington or Huntingdon in the UK. And Cheryl's question is, what is the synopsis of the 1953 film The Titfield Thunderbolt? What was that title again? The Titfield Thunderbolt. So just got to write a, a short movie synopsis about it, you know, two, three, four sentences, long kind of thing. While your answers are being written, here's some more info about Michael McDonald from Mr. Heggie. Michael James McDonald is an American stand-up comedian, actor, screenwriter, and director. He's best known for starring in the sketch comedy show Mad TV. He was the henchman that was run over by Mike Myers in the iconic steamroller scene in Austin Powers' International Man of Mystery and plays Little John in Halloween Kills and gets stabbed a whole bunch of times by Michael Myers. Since his debut in 1978... Michael Myers has killed over 120 people in the Halloween film franchises. It is currently unknown how many people Mike Myers may have murdered. (laughs) And uh, Mr. Heggie finishes by saying, Michael Myers is Shrek? That makes you think. (laughs) All right, the answers are in. Here is the final question. What is the synopsis of the 1953 film The Titfield Thunderbolt? Titfield in Kansas was a once beautiful small town until a local mayor bankrupts the town trying to turn it into a gold mine. When recently retired action hero Mike Thunderbolt ends up in town after his car breaks down, he realises what the town has to offer and decides to help the locals bring it back to its former glory. Does he have what it takes to go up against the mayor and win? (laughs) Beautiful question, well asked. I love that there's so much, like, people put so much uh, emphasis on the mayor in America. Yeah, the mayor. The mayor. I the don't, I couldn't name my local mayor, could you? No, well. Oh, you, you as the king, you'd probably be able to. You friends, got to pick the mayor. Friends, friends with. Yeah, friends with the mayor. Um, Comes to my shows. Yeah. Uh, the Bad Bear's a, I think country town's a different scenario. Country yep. city. Is it a city? City. City. Oh, whatever. That's, who cares? <laughs> I can see the fury in your eyes. <laughs> How dare you? We are a city. <laughs> Here's option two. John Cannon, an innocent man, is sentenced to death and enters a and enters a prison car race where they battle to the death. Option three. The residents of Titfield, a small English village, are about to lose their ancient railway. They decide to attempt to rescue it from closure by buying up the line and running it themselves putting them in direct competition with the local bus company. Things don't go smoothly, though, with runaway trains and sabotage from the bus company. A family spend their summer on an isolated farm left to them by an estranged aunt. After a strange green flash consumes the farm on their first night, the family start to notice people in old-fashioned clothes ploughing the fields at midnight. Or your final option... 
The Thunderbolt Cup is a prestigious award given to the winner of a daring cross-country motorbike race. Only the best and most experienced riders survive, but will Stanley Titfield, the local postman, have what it takes to win when he accidentally enters the race on his rounds? <laughs> I love... Man, they're my favorite. That's my favorite <laughs> synopsis of a movie is where someone accidentally enters a competition. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, going through watching the film, I don't know if I'd enjoy, but just hearing <laughs> that that is the plot, I love. You'd love <laughs> Mr. Bean. Have you heard of this guy? <laughs> I love it. It's just like, oh, uh, just going on a ride. Oh, there's other people around. This is cool. <laughs> yeah. The whole farm relies on you winning this. <laughs> yes, you Why, what this. happened? You need this. <laughs> you, why? How did this? How did that happen? How did that happen? <laughs> well, well, how did he? He didn't finish his rounds then. Yeah. Bad posty. Yeah. Sack him. <laughs> how, like in, on your rounds, you've like it's you've only ever got to ride about five feet to the next your next drop off. Well, look. Oh, I mean, this might, this is in a country town, was it? Oh yeah, the farms it, are big. Farms can be big. You won the Fair race. Enough. You won Titter. You've saved Titterfield, but you failed to deliver all the land. Yeah. <laughs> you're sacked. You're sacked. It's like oh. losing Beerio Carl on the technicality that you didn't finish your beer. It's like, oh, but I, I won the. <laughs> Did either of you have a have an instinct here? Anything mm. stick out? Oh. I'll try and break them down quickly if yeah, you need. Yeah, quick, quick cap. So we had the Kansas one where the uh, mayor tried to get a gold mine going. Mm-hmm. Then we had the innocent man, John Cannon, uh, having to race to the death in jail. Uh, we had Titfield in England where the residents bought the the, the train because it was um, going under. Then we had the family spending a summer on a, on a farm and then weird people started plowing the fields at night or the, the postman <laughs> accidentally getting into a race. <laughs> You're smiling so hard at that. Oh, I write just right. that. Uh, they're my favourite. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever wrote it, including the Hollywood writer, if that's who it was, mm. I love your work. <laughs> well done. <laughs> okay, I am personally torn between the train and the prison. Train and the prison, yeah, that's, great. I can't pick which to pick, and it's the seventh one, so if you want to pick first, you're welcome to pick first. It's whoever uh, gets in quick. I'm going to go the Ploughfield. Ploughfield? Plowfield for Dane. You've not made my choice easier at all. <laughs> You've still got the two. Um, so the prison. The prison or the train. I. No, I'm going to go prison. prison. I want to go prison. Love it. Lockie in prison for Cass. I reckon they were thinking of that kind of thing in the 50s. Yeah, 1953. Great year for prison car race movies to the death. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've got to really put yourself in the mind of a. Yeah, plastic is new. Yes. Amphetamines are here. <laughs> yes, drink driving's not illegal, is Not it? yet. <laughs> There's no breathalyzers. How would we even tell? There's no way to check. Ooh. Mario Kart can be played under any condition. <laughs> Why is there anyone in prison? <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's who wrote the answers. Uh, the mayor coming and bankrupting the town, turning it into a gold mine. That was Cheryl, okay, the house. Nice. That's great. And Cheryl also wrote the one about the postman (laughs) 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 accidentally entering the race. And you know what? Winner, regardless. No, I agree. That's That's the people's champion. Let's get that right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Hollywood's wrong. (laughs) Stupid old studios, what are you doing? I know. I'll get an Evan on the blower. Let's make it happen. (laughs) Uh, Then we had Cass went for John Cannon, the innocent man Mm. racing to death. That was Dane. (gasps) Oh! 
Yes. So three points to Dane there. I, like, I want to watch that movie. I want to watch that movie. Uh, yeah. I reckon we've pitched some great movies here. I'm green lighting them all. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I love this one as well about the family. It's like a, a maybe a horror film almost. The um, people plowing the fields in old-fashioned clothes. That was Cass. Oh, so you picked each other's. <laughs> great movie. Meaning the correct one. Great ideas all around. The correct one is probably my least favourite. It was the one where the town take over the railway line, which you almost picked Cass. With the bus? With the bus company. It was a comedy apparently. The review said it wasn't very funny. <laughs> That's so much to happen in a movie. Yeah, it's a lot going on. Also, why? What this this bus company is a company in the fifties? Like, yeah. it's, what a crazy and a small English village as well. Yeah. So the Titfield, whatever it was called, is the name of the train. The Titfield Thunderbolt. <laughs> the whole town coming together to put that's so much money. <laughs> I feel like half of the film would. I would. I would. Argue that an entire film could be made around having to raise the funds to restore and then do everything involved with getting a train on the tracks. I reckon stop catching the bus. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. Like, you're not giving them money. They can't fund their evil project. Yeah, and if the whole town. Yeah, yeah that's right. If the town are done, who's the, who's the bus company's <laughs> customers? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in the town's like, oh, we hate that bus company. One ticket, please. I'm guessing there's more to this movie. <laughs> we should watch it. Wait, wait, wait. Let's being watch rude the, to the movie. movie. Okay. Uh, according to Cheryl, the Thunderbolt is a genuine veteran locomotive that was used in the play and uh, in the film. Its real name is Lion. It was built for the Liverpool and Manchester Railway in 1838, making it 115 years old when it used uh, oh. when it was used in the film. I only assume it was. Oh, that's as it, old as Onion Lady yeah, when she blew out all the candles on her onion onions. <laughs> <laughs> So two of, on Rotten Tomatoes, it had three proper reviews. Two of them were, were splats. One of them are fresh. I don't know what they call it. I don't, uh, what, is that, what does that mean? I think it means like there must be a threshold of, and they're like no good. Yep. I guess it's less than half maybe. But what's the a, what's audience. A splat, is a splat bad? Splat's bad. Splat is a Ooh. Rotten Tomato, right? Yes. And I you, guess they've thrown a fresh it's tomato? like a, yeah. Freshies. Oh, like when it, I guess it's like you know throwing the wrong tomatoes. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, but I the audience uh, on the other side, they have given it a seventy nine percent audience approval rating. That's pretty good from quite a lot of reviews as well. So I think it might be worth a look. The person who favorably re- reviewed it was very kind to it. Uh, one of the things they liked about it was that there were distinct good goodies and baddies. Like they just were happy that there was no grey. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> they were wearing like, you know, uniforms or something. Yeah. I, I I still, I think if you scratch the surface, these people who are in the buses are still good people. Yeah. That's right. They're just <laughs> we're trying, not scratching any surface. They're just trying to earn their living. They're trying to, trying to make some money there. Nah. She, this is her review. She said, nearly Swanson wrote, a funny, sometimes laugh out loud, warm-hearted comedy with vibrant characters, terrific plot, identifiable good and bad guys, and all the eccentricities that Brits hold dear. <laughs> I don't, yeah, it's, a, it's like a nice review. I'm like, I don't know if you're selling it to me all the same. Is there identifiable good and bad guys? It's such a funny thing to put. I imagine there's geezers in there, yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you bus couple, you better hit the frog and toad. All right. All right, all right, all right. All right, in it. Isn't it? (laughs) 
All right. Well, that brings us to the end of the episode. Can you believe it? Uh, please oh. hang around for the post credit scenes because uh, Dane has talked some nonsense, which I'm sure I'll be putting <laughs> back there. Uh, but a final score check uh, on three points. It's the house, uh, which gives me a chance to tell people if you're in Brisbane, I'm doing this live at the Brisbane Comedy Festival this Sunday night, May the 14th at the Powerhouse. Uh, please come along. Tickets available. In second place on five points, it's Dane Simpson. Woo. You got anything coming up, Dane? Um, probably. Um, um, Where can people find you? Your website? Yeah, go to go to my website. Go to danesimpson.com.au. Oh, I've got my show on Paramount Plus. Um, huh. If people wanted to check out Doodgery Doozy. Is that uh, worldwide on Paramount? Uh, I think it's on only Australia and New Zealand. Apparently it's not in New Zealand, but I don't know. And you're not anti-VPNs, are you? No, no, check it out. <laughs> um, watch the show. It helps me. If you if you do watch it with a VPN, all I ask is that you just give it a, a five-star review, <laughs> regardless of what you thought of it. Yeah, I think that's fair. That's fair. But, I mean, it's a five-star show, no it's doubt the, about it. Yeah. So that um, is what you'll think about it anyway. Yeah. Be honest. Give it a five-star review. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do the right thing. And go on social media. Give everyone a like because mm. I'm a big, firm believer in that. It's easy. Just tick it. And then that's it. Get my stupid <laughs> photos <laughs> yeah. of, uh, of me at the festival. What's your best one to follow you on? Instagram or Facebook. Facebook's better. Yeah, great. I've got more people. And it's a dying art form, so please get on there. Make it, <laughs> yeah. make it as Do popular it for as possible. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But that means out in front, <gasps> doubling the nearest competitor score on 10 points, it's Cass Page. Yay! Oh, my goodness. Double digits. Double digits. That's a big win. Well played, Cass. Oh. You're on fire. You were picking them right. You had Dane in the palm of your hand. Absolutely. Oh. Constant, to the end. My flat, flat hands. So you didn't <laughs> think it was carrots. I think it was maybe four of the seven of Cass's <laughs> yeah. you picked. Yeah. It was amazing. Uh, and Cass, uh, your podcast, is that still kicking the hard yeah. to be hot? Being hard is hard. Oh, no. <laughs> Being hard is hard. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. Right? That's making the end. <laughs> Um, being hot is hard. Uh, silly podcast about things we do to our bodies. Um, it's not that second serious. Season? Yeah, a third. Third We're season. Season three at the moment. We've just started fantastic. releasing again. Um, after our break, we got sick and then t- we took a holiday and then we got sick. That's so- with Nina, Oyama and- Just with Zoe for this oh, Zoe. latest season. So Zoe, Zoe B uh, and we will get a new guest in every week um, to talk hot stuff. We've had Jess on- um, that episode's just come out. Jess Perkins. Jess Perkins. Oh, yeah, Jess Perkins has been on the most recent episode talking That's about how cool. she stays hot um, and how hard it is. Uh, and we've also got Shut Up a Second, uh, just a general comedy bantery one with Hayden. and Which I've been on a bunch. It's great fun. Heaps, and we'd love to have you back. I'd love to be back. Where do you find it? You find it at all oh, potty pods places? At all potty Any, pod places. <laughs> anywhere there's a pod that's being cast, you can catch it with your pod catcher. <laughs> I think that is technically the term for a podcast listening app. Oh, nice. A pod catcher, yeah. Yeah, which really? is. Clunky. <laughs> do, do you do live shows? Um, No. no but nothing. we have previously. We've definitely done live shows in the past. We have nothing coming up at the moment. Melbourne Fringe, sign up. Yes. Oh, yeah. Great fun Sounds with Melbourne fun. Fringe. Cass has done a few of the live episodes of my pods. Always a fantastic guest. That's very, very fun. That One of our episodes just came out, didn't it? That's right. Last yeah. week. And Dane was on the Do Go On quiz during the comedy <gasps> festival. That was amazing. Oh, that was so much fun. I loved all of that. It was so silly. Uh, it's not recorded, though. No, but we're going to be doing a 
a studio series here at Stupid Old. So right. I'll, if you're, you know, in the neighbourhood, I'll um, definitely be getting on to you. Anyway, we can talk about that off pod. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. Anything else you need to tell people before we go? Um, love each other. Mm, that's a beautiful, beautiful <laughs> sentiment to leave on. Agree, disagree, Kath? Sentiment? Se- sediment, yes. It's yeah. sediment. Yeah, it's, well, I'm glad we've settled on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. And cheers for tuning in to Who Knew It with Matt Stewart. Now that you know it, I've been Matt Stewart. Goodbye. <laughs> thanks so much for laughing. That's, that's <laughs> I hadn't heard that before. <laughs> oh. That got me. <laughs> you know when a, when a preschooler steals a crayon mm-hmm. and you're like, naughty. Yep. This is this. This is your moment. This is my crayon. This, this is, is your moment. naughty. <laughs> this, this is me calling you a preschooler and you accepting it. <laughs> yeah. I've got a lot in common. <laughs> so my, I do still like to draw with crayons. I, I haven't got my pen license yet. Oh, no. <laughs> and I've seen those drawings and that's a strong term. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> finger painting is probably where yeah. I do my best work. You're the only person in the world who can finger paint with a crayon. Yeah, yeah. A relatively obscure. Are you going to edit out your obscure? Yes. Oh no! <laughs> I need people to know. <laughs> this is how this is how you trick them. Well, I'll, I do off cuts at the end, post credit scene. This might make it there. Oh, okay. If you make it into something funnier than this, because people people need to know that obs- <laughs> is is like a thing that happens all the time. But what you've done is you've like yes, that Stuart sounds professional. They're like oh yeah, they're like oh the. the what gets through is him being eloquent. Oh, that's that's natural. Yeah. It's the cuff. That's pretty harmful, actually, because yeah. people are going to listen to this and think that this is a normal way for people to speak. Mm. Yeah. And then they're also going to buy tickets to your show expecting someone who can, like, <laughs> string together a sentence. <laughs> well, normally my shows are, you know, pretty well written and honed. You yeah. know, if I was riffing, that's when I get in trouble. Wait, you, you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's as good as I can get it anyway, Dane. Oh, like, here's the thing. You're on YouTube. You've put uh-huh. you up there. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I haven't watched it. I don't think anyone has. But I <laughs> I think I'm, I'm pretty sure. Oh, you've snippet that as well, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, that's you gone. Sound, you That'll look, be at the back. It's Okay. That'll be deep into the podcast. As people are falling asleep in bed, <laughs> this bit might be playing in their <laughs> dreams. You're putting a lot of pressure on yourself putting together a pretty uh, tight answer I, here now yeah, for the okay. first question. I am. No right. pressure on you at all, but no. I hope there's no grammar errors. <laughs> Oh yeah, I can't spell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to read them as written. That's 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 fantastic. I'll edit out these bits. I swear to God, Dane. <laughs> I hope you put them every uh, single cut at the end. So right at the end, it's like okay, uh, obstruct. <laughs> yeah. And just the Morse code of that <laughs> is just mattstewart.com.au. <laughs> Um, and and Krusty the crown, crown, crown. All right, this oh. goes to the <laughs> um, There we go. That that stays. That doesn't go to the end. Of my <laughs> no, this is that's it. That's got end quality written all over it. That's only the best bits at the end. Oh, yeah. <laughs> People just fast like, forward just to watch the trailers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is it. Because the rugby's arms and the f- footy is legs. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and footy's like, kind of arms and legs. When you say yeah, footy, like soccer's legs. Is like very, very arm. Heavy. Yeah, they're very hug ball. I'm assuming Aussie rules. 
Is Aussie footy. rule. Yeah. Aussie rules is, oh, okay. So like soccer is legs, legs. Yeah. And yep. rugby is arms, arms. And footy is like. Yeah, hmm. A bit of both. Bit of everything. Arms and legs. Yeah. Which is how my dancing has been described. All arms and legs. <laughs> yes. Um, which I think is, I took it as a compliment. It's a- <laughs> well, what else are you meant to move? Yeah. Your bum. Oh, yeah, no. yeah. No, my bum stays uh, <laughs> very steady. <laughs> you've, you've got a bum. That's well, that's a new. Th- that's why it stays still. Of, still you. <laughs> Trying to grow one. You could put a camera on your bum while you're dancing and it act yeah. like a steady cam. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Move my keys, sorry, because I keep jangling. Oh, it's hard not to jangle the key. Yeah. So there's a key around. All right. These cops. Crazy. Trick any baby that's listening. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> cat server. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> so you can play a cat video near a cat and they start panicking. <laughs> Who's in my house? <laughs> the new helmet laws. Can I ask, where did you think the legs were? I was Instead of arms or? Instead of arms, what okay. I was thinking. Yep. But then I also have had that picture of that sort of Leonardo DiCaprio style. Not DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> Leonardo da Vinci Did style, you? you know, that man with the multiple limbs. Yeah. Am I picturing but that only right? only one dick. Yeah. Uh, what a shame. What a shame. <laughs> but it's a big dog. You're an artist. You could have drawn anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you were trying to make the perfect man. <laughs> Give him more. Yeah. Get rid of his nipples. More penis. Small imagination. <laughs> On Leo, I'm afraid. Yeah, I'm I, love, I love the idea of dick nipples. <laughs> dick nipples. Oh my god! Is there yeah. no one? All right. Also, don't you think no one's thought that, of like, that? Like aesthetically, it would be a bit nice if the balls were underneath the belly button. Yeah. Oh, so a little, yeah, a little chest. Yeah. Adornment. Yeah. Oh, like it, it's pretty far down. It's not quite chest, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. Underneath yeah, chest, your belly yes. button. Okay. Good. Very good point. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Dicks for nipples. Yeah, yeah, I really don't want you to see me without Where? my top one. <laughs> Where's your my belly chest button? is? Uh, <laughs> your chest isn't meant to be down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Does that mean your belly button's between your nipples, or your nipples are, are either side of your belly button? Lifting. I've said too much already. <laughs> Uh, I'm a never nude. Okay. <laughs> now, what what have we done? Have we gone through any of these? Um, only one. Okay. No, I about you the th- legs. Sorry, yes, that's that was right. me. I'm going out on a stretch here, but I would watch the baby love boat, by the way. <laughs> All babies. Just, just toddlers just hook it up. <laughs> <laughs> what? You know, like they, they go and it's, it's like preschool and they're just like, well, I'm with this one now. It's like baby. Oh, like I'm, when kids have like. When kids when have you, little relationships. Yeah, you speak to like a four-year-old, like how is school? They're like, I have three boyfriends. You're like, okay. Yeah, 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 that. <laughs> and the baby love boat <laughs> is taking another ride. <laughs> when I was young, not quite that young, but I got a handmade card from one of my friends in primary school that said, dear Cass, you are my third best friend. <laughs> and I remember getting Top it at the time Top and three. being like, oh man, that's Thank you. I remember being like, wow, I'm higher up than I thought. It was like really touching. And like <laughs> the intent was there to give me a nice card and the intent was received. I got a nice card. And I remember yeah, just yeah. being like, thank <laughs> you. But it's crazy to, that, but it, it got, it, I think it's worse as you get younger. You're like, yeah. okay, well, I love this person. So they're my boyfriend and this person <laughs> is my wife. And, <laughs> and this person's my girlfriend, but I, she's not allowed to touch my bear because it's my bear. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, see, this show. Yeah, it's writing itself. I would watch it. You can play before the baby news. (laughs) Episode one is fantastic. (laughs) 
I don't even think it's got lyrics. <laughs> I think it's just his voice. So that's Doobie Brothers, is it? Yeah. I was more competitive. So like, <laughs> no, this show is some stakes in there. That's very rare. That, I mean, it, it's weird when people get too competitive. I think on some ones, <laughs> occasionally it happens. You don't want to put yourself in a position to get your feelings involved. Yeah, is it a, is, this is an emotionless room. Exactly, and you don't want to fuck up something that's already bad. <laughs> that's right. It can't handle it. That's right. It'd be the straw that breaks the podcast back. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>